0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Healing with Nama. I'm Casey and today I'm really excited about today's episode. We're going to be talking about numerology, which is something I'm really interested in and I want to get to know more about just because I feel like numbers follow me everywhere. So to actually understand what they're trying to tell me or just understand the history about it, something I've been wanting to do. So today we are talking to Althea Lawton Thompson, right? That's um, a specialist in holistic wellness who has been focusing on health and wellness since 1996 after leaving corporate America. She's created and led wellness programs for companies and hospital university systems, including Johns Hopkins, Kaiser Permanente, Verizon, and PNC. She's traveled all over the world with various indigenous cultures, learning customs and healing practices. And by combining her learning from these ancient healing practices with her education, she's created a wellness private practice for clients needing physical, emotional, mental and spiritual healing. So I'm really glad to have you on the show, as I said before. Um, I'm just really excited to talk all about numbers and just to really like pick your brain and see um, the type of information that you'll be able to give us today. And thank you so much for being here.
1: Well, let me say, Casey, thank you for the work that you're doing and bringing spirituality into the mainstream and getting as many people as possible comfortable with these really esoteric concepts.
0: Right. Yes, that's definitely my goal is to make them a little bit more common knowledge and less uh,
1: woo-woo, you know? Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) So can you tell us a little bit more about yourself?
1: Well, I think you said a lot of it in the uh, bio, but I've really dedicated most of my life to healing work. And the healing work started out traditionally doing group exercise, aquatic fitness, pre and postnatal, senior youth wellness, and aerobics. But as my life matured, I got married, I was pregnant, I had children, I moved into yoga, I moved into meditation and as my kids grew older and I had more flexibility, I began traveling. And what I found is that in a lot of other countries, the way that they treat wellness, it's more preventive than the way that we treat wellness here in the United States, where it's wait till you get sick and then go see a practitioner. And so it's been a really loving experience to go to Africa and um, Asia, Southeast Asia, South America, Central America, and see how different indigenous cultures treat wellness. And they're so loving and inclusive and they've been willing to share. And I found that a lot of different techniques from plant medicines to understanding astrology and how that impacts the way plants and food grow in crops planting and um, harvesting, everything is a part of healing and wellness. So it's been a really lovely journey to bring those practices here to the United States and blend them with the things that we do from the medical world. And that's why I did have done so much work with Johns Hopkins and Kaiser Permanente doing all the traditional wellness, preventive care exercises, and then blending them with these indigenous cultures.
0: Yeah. And I really love that. That's a goal of mine is to blend my spiritual practices with uh, marriage and family therapy. So like, oh, that's to lovely go to, to go to finish grad school because I was in grad school and I had to stop but to get my Mm -hmm. master's in marriage and family therapy and merge those two worlds because I feel like they're so helpful together.
1: They are. And as someone who's been married almost 30 years with two grown children, wellness is what we do. My children don't think it's woo-woo to Mm -hmm. meditate or to ground. They come and ask for essential oils if something happens to them. So I, I think it's a beautiful thing to do. Um, in terms of raising our families and having healthy, happy marriages.
0: Right. And I know you kind of explained how you got into this world, but what makes you so passionate and want to continue doing this type of work for so long?
1: That's a great question. Um, Some of it, I think, is intentional, but a lot of it is not. So on the intentional side, both of my parents were athletes. They were competitive distance runners. And as long as I can remember, we would travel to go to road races. My father was always taking vitamins with fresh squeezed orange juice. We had plants all over our house. My mother was always using aloe vera for my brother and me. If we had a cut or a burn or a scrape, we um, just did everything very, very naturally and very organic. And it wasn't until I went to college that I realized everyone didn't live that way. Mm-hmm. I thought everyone was <laughs> healthy and went jogging just for fun. Um, <laughs> and then I realized, no, you're a little strange i <laughs> Uh, so it started out with that. And I did work in corporate for a while and human resources and corporate finance. But as soon as I would get home from work, I was at the gym. As soon as I got home from work, I was jogging. As soon as I got home from work, I was at the beach. And that was my passion and love. So four years into the work world, I received a layoff package. And I was so excited because I had just received my certification for aerobics, group exercise, and personal training. Mm -hmm. So I took my severance package from corporate and started my fitness business. And that was 1996. Mm -hmm. So I was intentional in that way. But the things that have happened with plant medicine, um, using a lot of the cultural healing and preventive care practices from other countries, that's something that I feel like the spirit moved me into. And it's been a really exciting journey. And it really became intense around 2014. I had a spiritual experience that led me to start hearing information in my sleep. And while I was awake and knowing things before they would happen, and my kids witnessed it, my husband witnessed it, my niece, my brother, my mom, everyone saw what was happening. And I knew I'm not going crazy because everyone is seeing this. And the downloads would tell me, research this. This is what this means. Go sit outside and watch the moon. Do this for an entire year. And I could see how the moon would rise at a different time on different days. The sun would rise and set at different points about maybe 25 degrees from where it was in the summer in the winter. And all of these things led me to realize there's something bigger going on here than what's happening in a fitness center, than what's happening at someone's job, uh, what's happening on the TV and binge watching on Netflix. And um, when something that big is guiding you, nothing that's human can be bigger than that. Not for me. And so that's why I really dedicated my life to this. And I've seen a lot of people heal. People who've been suicidal, people who are dealing with um, trauma from the past, people who are dealing with uh, depression and anxiety and heavy addictions. And to be a part of that healing journey and see them flourish. A lot of my clients are teenagers and under the age of 20. I have a lot of male clients I have a lot of people from the queer community. I have people who have mixed ethnic backgrounds. So when we start looking at all of these things that are happening in our community and the unconscious bias that exists and how that impacts people, it's beautiful to be a part of that healing journey and helping everyone see that we're one. All these labels are just separatist. Right.
0: That's really it's like a beautiful explanation as to why, because it's kind of like, the spiritual mixed with the practical the realistic mm-hmm. you know like you see the value in it but you're also kind of called to it and you just listen to that so that's inspiring for me because I'm kind of in that place of I know that I'm spiritual I know that I have these gifts and the clear audience and stuff like that but I don't always tap into it and you know I have to I feel like I have to work to pay the bill, but I also feel like that takes a lot of time away from the things that I love to do, like my podcast and putting energy and time into things that actually fulfill me and make me happy. So just hearing that you were able to, to do it and successfully do it is encouraging for me and gives me hope that you know I can figure it out or it can yeah. be figured out
1: for me. Absolutely. I think that's the key, what you just said, that it can be figured out for you. When we get out of the way, it gets a whole lot easier. Right.
0: So if we were talking about numerology, how did you even come to start learning about numerology?
1: That's a great question because I kind of don't remember how. (laughs) But I do think that it happened after that 2014 spiritual awakening because so many things were being downloaded to me that I knew nothing about. I didn't know anything about metaphysical gifts, clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, empathy. I didn't know about that. I knew astrology from the point of have your birth chart, have your natal chart, hey, get your transit reading. But I didn't fully understand how lunar energy had an impact on the way plants grew and animals moved and insects did what they did and on our energy and on wave patterns and how we, since we're made up 70% of water, are affected by wave patterns which happen from the moon. That information was downloaded to me. And so maybe about four years into that journey, I just noticed that the clock all the time was on 11, 11, 11. And I was like, that is so weird. It's got to be part of this journey that I'm on, and then I would notice that 448, 844, 848, four forty eight, eight forty four, eight forty eight, for the number just kept popping up, and so I would do research, go online, Google like everybody does, all the different numerology. But I found that all the sites were saying different things, right? Or they would repeat the same meaning for different numbers, and I knew that just can't be right. Mm-hmm. So I went on a deep spiritual quest myself in connection with spirit to really break down and understand what do the individual number vibrations mean. And then I let the universe kind of tell me how they work together. So I see numbers individually, like we have letters in the alphabet and just like the letter a could be the sound of a or a or something else. When we put that letter with c and t it could be a cat but if we put an e on the end now it's kate something like that right Mm -hmm. so i see the numbers in conjunction with each other vibrationally and their frequency and it starts to tell a story and when that story is consistently correct then i know this is what this means and this is how the universe is speaking to many of us
0: right yeah that's a good way to like break it down i think because um, I have had the same experience where it was the 1111 was the first one to pop up for me and it happened so so many times where I'm like okay something's happening and now it's just all kinds of numbers you know mm-hmm. and I do the same thing because I, I don't know how else to interpret it so I go to Google and I just never feel like I'm getting the right answer
1: exactly I don't
0: know who's giving me the right information and then you hear on TikTok or wherever like it's your what do you think that it means? I'm like, I, I don't know. I honestly I, if you leave it up to me, I have no idea what the numbers are trying to tell me. And so I I want to have some type of guidance. And that's when I kind of ran into your TikTok page where it's and it's not the end all be all, right? But it is a base point to where you can kind of get an idea of what the numbers are trying to tell you. Because mm-hmm. for somebody like me, if I'm just trying to figure it out on my own, I don't have a clue what the universe or god is trying to tell me like i i've just seen numbers and i don't understand so i really appreciate people like you who delve into it and do that deep research and are getting those downloads that can explain it to people like me who maybe are not quite there yet
1: mm-hmm. and i think the beautiful part of the work for me is the spirit and i have decided we're going to speak plain english mm-hmm. we're not going to use all <laughs> the super big words the ethereal esoteric the manifestation of the blah 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 we're just going to say hey one means new beginnings usually it means new beginnings if you add that with blah 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 and make it make sense for people and i think that's where it's really resonating especially in the tiktok and instagram community
0: yeah definitely i feel like tiktok is a really good place if you use it in the right way it can be a really absolutely and I wish I had had something like this when I had started my journey in 2016, like, because mm-hmm. I, I had to do, a, and I guess, well, I guess it was kind of planned this way so that I could teach other people because I had to learn things on my own. That's um,
1: exactly correct.
0: But I'm just really glad that now, you know, so many people are on TikTok talking about this kind of stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so for somebody who's just starting out and who may not know about numerology, what would you say to them? How would you explain it to them?
1: Well, you know, it's a lot like what I said earlier, that each number carries a frequency and a vibration that's very similar to the sounds of letters in the alphabet. And when those sounds, frequencies, numbers are put together, we can read it. We can read it like words and words in a sentence, and they tell a story. And then, like you said earlier, Casey, there's a lot of people that say, but what does it mean to you? So when you take those vibrations and you start to build those words and those sentences and that meaning, what does that really resonate with you? How does it resonate with you? What is going on in your life that makes sense with this? Mm -hmm. So let me give an example, if I may. Sure, of course. Let's just take the easy number of one, two, three. Number one typically means new beginnings. It has other meanings like leadership starting something brand new, a door opening. The number two has many meanings, but the two main ones are harmony, balancing two sides of something. Mm -hmm. And then the number three usually has to do with creative communication, creativity and communication. So if I were reading that, if I kept seeing one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, not three, one, two, not three, two, one, not two, one, three, but one, two, three, then I would read it like a book. I'd say, oh, there's going to be some new beginnings where I have to be really balanced in my communication.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: You get Absolutely
0: it? clicks. Okay. Yes.
1: Yeah. So if you know the frequency and the feeling and the intention of each number, then you know pretty much how to read it when you see it to the point where if that's your language, so let's just, go backwards for a moment. We all resonate in the spirit world in different and unique ways. For some people, they're very clairvoyant. It's all about what they see. They see auras, they see shadows of things going by that may not be there in this realm. Excuse me. So that's a clairvoyant person. They're going to be very visual in just about everything. I'm very clear audience, so I hear all the time. Information comes to me in song lyrics Mm -hmm. and vibrations and rhythms and drumming and patterns and sound. When it comes to numbers, if somebody is a numbers person, math makes sense to them, money makes sense to them, they can quickly add, subtract, multiply, divide. Numerology is probably going to hit for them. And what happens with that is they're going to see repeating numbers or number number patterns everywhere all the time. Examples are on houses or apartment numbers, building numbers, license plates, billboard telephone numbers, confirmation numbers on your Amazon delivery. When those number patterns start to show up for people that resonate with it, The spirit world knows that's how they can communicate with that individual. And because I'm a numbers person, that's one of the ways that the spirit world communicates to me. So it lets me know, hey, you know what, spiritually, astronomically, there's going to be some type of window opening for people to do some type of spiritual um, transcendence or transmutation or transformation because I keep seeing 1111 or one, 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 and all of my confirmation numbers, mm-hmm. right? Because that's the only place you would see that many ones together. Mm-hmm. That's not coincidence, especially not if it happens two, three, four times in one day. Right. So I'm sure your audience is very open to spiritual um, occurrences, happenings, situations. So many of your listeners probably know exactly what I'm talking about when I Mm -hmm. say that. And that's why I said the number 448 or four eight eight show up a lot for me, because those numbers have a certain resonance together that have a lot to do with finance, entrepreneurship, business, um, and an abundance in the area of money. When things are done with honesty, integrity, patience, and hard work understanding the the frequency of fours and eights helps you to know that. So I know that I have to stay very focused on my work. I have to do everything with the highest level of integrity and honesty, and things will continue to flow to me in the areas of finance. And that's literally what's been happening as that number has been popping up. So that's how people would use it. You know, what does it mean for me in this time? Now, how should I carry myself knowing that these numbers are telling me this story. Okay,
0: that's so much like information, but it's so good because that's all the ways that numbers show up for me. I see I'm on license plates, on the clock, I'll be called to look at the clock, I'll be called to look at a billboard. Like they're just always numbers and specific numbers I've assigned meaning to and then other numbers I'm still trying to figure out. And it's funny that you say like, people who are good with numbers this is maybe how it shows up for them and I am terrible at math I (laughs) numbers like give me anxiety because I've had such a hard time and struggled with math so I always think the universe is funny in the way that it gives me signs and messages it'll be things that I'm like What? Like numbers of all things, you know, numbers are so I've struggled so much with numbers or it'll be bugs
1: and I am terrified of bugs. So it's just like bugs. (laughs) so much information and love. I know. know, I'm glad that you mentioned insects because they actually are the key to sacred geometry. So Mm -hmm. it's back to math again. Mm -hmm. They are very symmetrical like the number of legs on each side, the way the antenna goes, the little hairs that come off of the antenna to the left and the right, angled straight angles. They are the the prints on a butterfly's wings, if you look at them. And I know a lot of people don't like cockroaches, palmetto bugs, but there's lots of different breeds in different countries. And there's some beautiful ones I know nobody would ever say a cockroach is beautiful, (laughs) but in South America, there's a very beautiful cockroach where it actually looks like the the roach has a cape on, like a queen's cape and a crown, Mm -hmm. absolutely beautiful. And the shapes on the back of the head, they are geometric shapes. So everything makes sense in a numeric sense in all of nature everything about us makes sense and all of nature in terms of numbers and balance and right and left and symmetry. Measurements of the length of the arm Mm -hmm. versus our height from fingertip to fingertip, everything is math. So that's why the numbers are appearing for you because your mind told you that you're not good in math, but you probably do a lot of things that are logically mathematical and they do make sense. Yeah,
0: that's very true. I think it's been a story for me for so long and um, mm-hmm. like a, almost a stigma that's followed me since I was in elementary school, that numbers have just been a challenge for me. So I feel like this may be a chance for me to um, not be so scared of them at least. Yeah,
1: <laughs> like, yeah, and start the deconditioning process. Deconditioning is hard, but it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, um, so...
0: I I think you kind of already explained it, but just to kind of ask again, how and why would a number show up for somebody? So like what, if there was, you know, somebody was going along in their spiritual journey and they hadn't experienced numbers before, why would they just start to show up?
1: Mm -hmm. Great question. So I think that it would be great to talk a little bit about who is communicating with us. And then that can help us with the why and the how. And I'm sure your listeners know, but there's lots of beings in the spirit realm that are attempting to communicate with us for different reasons. So we're all a part of a collective one. Most people call that God. Um, a lot of people call it the universe, but you and I are one and the same. We're We're made up of the same spiritual energy. And when our human bodies are done, you and I are going to collectively go back to the universal one, mm-hmm. along with everyone else who's listening. So God or the universal one is trying to communicate with us and tell us things for our own good. Mm -hmm. Anyone who has been in our family, whether we're adopted or in our biological family, anyone who's been a part of our line of upbringing, whether we knew them or we didn't, is probably trying to help us and guide us and give us messages. And they might do it with numbers. Those are our ancestors, spirit guides, Spirit guides are usually beings that were humans that walked the earth at some point in time that are no longer here. And they're here to support and help us on our journey. And so they kind of drop nuggets of information if we're paying attention. And numbers are one of those ways that they do that. Then there's angels and angels tend to be protective of us as well as guide us. So For example, if we're thrown from a car and the car flips six times, and in reality, you should be dead or at least have a broken arm. It's usually an angel that protects you and you're just thrown softly to the grass after that and you get up and dust off like nothing happened. Mm -hmm. So all of these are beings. There's others, you know, there's star beings and there's extraterrestrials and there's light beings. All of this collective group is part of the universal one that's trying to communicate with us. And they're going to try everything. So you just said you don't like bugs and insects. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe a praying mantis flying into your face is trying to tell you to pray more, meditate, go slow, and when it's time, move quick, because that's the meaning, the spiritual meaning of a praying mantis. But because you're scared of bugs, you miss the message. (laughs) Like, oh my God. (laughs) Yes, I do. That's what happened instead of, Oh, praying mantis, let's talk, right? Yeah. So they have to come to you in another way to get that message across. And so they might come to you with 4444. Because 4444 is all about patience, hard work, dedication, pay attention, stay focused. Some of the same meaning of the praying mantis. So that's who is communicating to us. That's how they're doing it. And that's why. Because they want us to move along in our spiritual awakening so we can understand why we're here. Mm-hmm. We're not just all here to work every day and make money and pay our bills, eat dinner, go to sleep, wake up and do it again. We incarnated to do something and we have to figure that out. So the only way to figure it out is to receive the messages from all the star beings, all of the aliens, all the ancestors, the universal one. And numbers may be one of those ways.
0: That's a really good explanation. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, I'm. A, I'm really. I've been thinking about. I won't say I have been, but I've been thinking about working on the bug thing because I know that I'm missing a lot of messages because I'm just like, <laughs> ugh. I just. I'm like, please, universe. <laughs> there's got to be another way you can tell me what you're trying to tell me. I just cannot.
1: I tried that already because <laughs> the cockroach thing was like a deal breaker for me, but. They were like, no, sorry, this is part of your spirit team. So Uh I started doing the research and then I realized, okay, but here's the bigger thing. Most bugs are not going to hurt you. Most of them aren't going to bite you. Most of them aren't as dirty as humans have made us believe flies. They are, but a lot of the other ones are not. So just remembering that they're not going to hurt us. They're just trying to get to where they're trying to get to. And we're in their way.
0: Yes. Yes. I'm going to. Really be intentional <laughs> about at least trying. Like I have saved a couple spiders, and I have been oh, like, okay, you know, like I'm not just gonna step on you. I'm gonna try and like scoot you. You know, I'm not gonna kill you. Mm-hmm. Or, um, but the initial reaction is usually to panic. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna work on that <laughs> just because you said that I will work on it. Um, and I've heard people say that numbers are just there to let us know that your angels and guides are there and that we shouldn't read into them and we should just kind of you know see them and keep it moving which in their perspective could also be true but I personally believe that they show up for me at the right time uh, when I need them and they give me specific messages Um, like for instance in the last couple of months I've been seeing 828 and August 28th is when my granny died And Mm -hmm. she, I feel like I'm doing a lot of the work that I'm doing on her behalf because she wasn't Mm -hmm. able to live this life. And I'm told all the time how much I'm, I have her spirit. So when I see 828, I always say hi to her. or I say, Hey, how are you doing? Exactly. Something like that. Or I'll just be like, I really need you right now. Like show up for me. So it's things like that, where I feel like I can't just brush them off, but some people are saying, don't read too much into it. So what would your perspective be on something like that?
1: Well, I think you hit on it perfectly when you said that might be true for them. For all of us, whatever our perspective and our belief is, that's the reality. No one else can tell me what my reality is. I'm the only one that can do that. No one can tell you, Casey, what your reality is. Only you can do that. So as soon as we start looking outside of ourselves for answers, we are already off the path. Every answer each one of us needs, it's right here. And it's right here. Yeah. We just have to trust it. That's true. That's a And I do big want big. to say that the 828 and that being your grandmother's birthday and you knowing what that means for you, that's how it's going to work for you. Because you've established it. You have the baseline. Therefore, it is. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean by nobody else can tell you. But it also confirms what you heard on TikTok what does the number mean to you? And initially you said, I don't know, but you do know because 828 does mean something for you. Mm -hmm. It could mean something totally different for me because I read it literally like letters and words.
0: Right. That's true. So I guess it's like open interpretation. Mm -hmm. So I also am on the, the path of learning to trust myself, which also means trusting the signs that I'm Given and trusting that I'm interpreting interpreting it properly, or you know the way that it's meant to be interpreted by me. Correct. So I think um, I tend to kind of hear people explaining things or saying this about it, and I, I second guess myself. Of like, well, maybe I'm not supposed to read too much into it, but I feel like I am. So for the most part, I pretty much do my own thing just because I've had to do a lot of my own, like learning and growing on this journey. So there are times where I hear a perspective that sounds so convincing that it kind of makes me second guess myself. Mm. And it's good for me to, to kind of speak it out loud. I yeah.
1: Guess. Yeah. And I agree with that. I think for a lot of us that are on the per- path of searching, it is, Sometimes uh, a little frustrating, I'll speak for myself, a little frustrating, a little confusing. Sometimes I just have to go take a nap because there's so many perspectives and views out there. And then I have to listen to the inner spirit say, you know your answer. You don't need someone else's confirmation. And if you don't remember anything else that I say here, you have to trust yourself. Inside your head and inside your heart, you know the meaning of everything for you. And it's only important for you. It's not our business what anybody else is doing or why they're doing it. And we would have to allow someone to come in and dictate for us. So if we don't allow it, then we're remaining sovereign. Right,
0: very true, very true. It's good to just kind of like, have these types of conversations with someone who understands because I for me I am like the old not the only person doing this type of work but I'm the only one that has thrown myself into it and mm-hmm. completely turned myself around so mm. for a lot of the people that I'm around I am the person to come and talk to and ask about these mm-hmm. things so I don't have a lot of people to pull from and like learn from in different you know these different things that I have questions about, so I do lean towards social media because, you know, otherwise I I don't have examples of that. So it's kind of good to hear somebody else's perspective so that I can kind of like see what what's like filter, I guess. Mm-hmm. What's, what I get what, that. It's actually for me
1: and what's you know not for me. It's time to find your tribe. Right. Yes. Because there are a lot of people doing the work. So just keep putting yourself in the right spaces and keep doing the same thing that you did with me and just reach out. And every time somebody says yes, add them to your tribe list, because there's a lot of us doing this work. Yeah. And there's a lot of us sharing and open and not trying to keep everything private or charging a lot of money for it. The spiritual messages are all around us. And so we should be sharing that with one another and everybody who wants to hear it.
0: Yeah, I think that's one point that I like that you brought up, too, is um, I understand the, the financial aspect of it and, you know, needing to we we unfortunately need money to survive. It's just part of life. We have to buy food and all this stuff. Um, but I think there's also a way to give people information and sustain yourself. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of the times when I see somebody doing something and I want to purchase their class or their, you know, a reading with them or whatever, it's, it doesn't, it's not a reasonable price for me. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I want to be mindful of that when I do start offering services to make sure it's available to everybody, because that could be deterring people who want to learn, but just are not in the financial position to Pay that much money for whatever it
1: is. And you know what I think is important because I have something called Spirit Biz, the Spirit Biz um, Mastermind. It's for people that own spiritual businesses. And I've been an entrepreneur since 1996. We can't do everything for free. And anyone who expects that, that's probably not a good customer for me or my audience.
0: Right.
1: But it's all about balance, number two, harmony. There are times to give things away for free and there's times to charge. And when you've been around for a while and you have a lot of experience and you know what you know, you need to charge for that Mm -hmm. and we have to know our worth. So I do a lot of free Zooms. I give a lot of information away on my TikTok, but if you want something private one-on-one, you wanna go with me to Peru and Bali and Cartagena and all of this other stuff, you're going to pay for my years of knowledge and experience and the downloads, because it takes a lot of work to put this stuff together. So for anyone that's listening, hopefully they value what we do in this work, what Casey and I do, and you are willing to pay for it while at the same time, you enjoy the free things that we do, like podcasts and Zooms and um, Reels and TikToks.
0: Yeah. That's that's a really good, that's a good point to like bring up because I know um, as entrepreneurs, we do a lot of stuff on our own and not necessarily working. Well, I'm working a job now, but my intention this year is to be able to release that and do a lot of stuff on my own. I pay for, you know, all my podcast equipment on my own. So um, I do have to charge just to kind of sustain myself. And I think I'm learning how to not uh, lowball myself, or Absolutely. feel like I'm overcharging, or what if people don't want to pay this much? And and I've had somebody tell me like, well, then they don't need to be signing up for a Reiki session or whatever it is. Then I totally to agree with, with
1: that person.
0: With somebody <laughs> do that with. Well, you
1: know, else. I'll say to people because I host an ayahuasca retreat in Peru. It is an eight-day retreat. My retreats are usually very lovely luxury, everything taken care of. Once you get there, you worry about nothing else until you get back to the airport. I'm cheaper than some, but I'm more expensive than others. If someone doesn't like my price, I will never argue with anyone. I'll simply refer them to someone else. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people out here offering spiritual advice, experiences, um, and you don't have to go to just one
0: yeah yeah that's the beauty in having so many different people
1: absolutely
0: yeah so um can you you kind of touched on this a little bit but can you give a brief explanation of repeat not repeating numbers but um ascending and descending numbers mirror numbers and i guess yes repeating numbers like
1: yeah, repeating numbers are pretty important. I'll I'll actually start with where you started and then said no and then came back. <laughs> okay. uh, repeating numbers are very important because it usually is intensifying the frequency and the meaning of a singular number. So we started out this conversation by both of us saying eleven, eleven showed up a lot for us at one point. So I said that the number one usually means a new beginning, a fresh start, opening a door, sometimes leadership. When we see one and one together, it's like, get ready for the manifestation of mm-hmm. something new, because it's right there at the cusp. One, 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 and one, 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 it could be, a. there's a difference between a portal and a window, so that's why I'm using them both. Um, if, it's a, if it represents a portal, you're about to speed through to a, the next level of something new. You don't have an option. Like just the number 1 popping up. Oh, there's a one. Oh, look a one. Oh, look there's a penny. That just means oh, there's some opportunities to start fresh and new mm-hmm. and you can kind of choose when to do that. But if you see 1111, get ready to be pushed, kicked, pulled, slammed into something so brand new. You realize you wouldn't have done it for yourself.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's a window or excuse me, a portal, a window is something like what you and I are talking about where spiritual gifts become so strong, you can't deny them. So you're kind of elevated from where you are and everything that you think is reality. And then you pass through to like another level of the earth, or maybe you can astral travel or in any of that is a window. It's like passing out of your reality into another reality. And that could also be represented by one, 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 one. So we have to really be thoughtful when we start seeing repeating numbers. Ascending and descending. Do you mean like three, two, one versus one, two, three? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That goes back to how I was reading the numbers to you. So I don't usually think about it in terms of ascending and descending. I still read the vibration of the numbers. So everybody has a different style of how they read. And so there's no such thing as right or wrong or correct or incorrect. It's just a person's preference. Mm -hmm. And for me, I just read the numbers. Now, some people do not read the numbers. Three, two, one, two, one, three. Hey, balance and new beginnings while we're being creative. They don't do it that way. They'll say two plus one is three, three plus three is six, and six means love. Okay. So now I keep seeing three, one, two, two, three, one, one, two, three. Oh my God, love, 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 love.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And is that love and partnership? Is that love and family? Is that self-love? That's where it comes back to, how does the number resonate with you? What does it mean for you? What's going on in your life today?
0: Okay. All right. That makes sense too. And um, so I guess in the sense of 1111, that would be a mirror number as well, right? Or no, or no, mirror number is like 1221, right?
1: Like? Okay. I see what you're saying. I don't even think about that. Oh, really? Okay. okay. Now I would say that sometimes 1111 could mean four.
0: Oh, okay.
1: But usually if I see repeating numbers, I take the resonance of the repeating number. I don't add it up.
0: Okay.
1: It depends on who you ask. And when we talk about numerology, some people do it for their birth date. Some people do it for the spelling of their name their nickname what they're commonly called and so each of the letters of the alphabet have a number assigned to it based on where it falls so if we took the letter a althea a it's number one it's the first letter in the alphabet and if a number a letter were like the 15th letter in the alphabet it would be six because okay. 15 is one and five and it would be six mm-hmm. so there could be several letters that are represented by six then you could take your first name, and that would mean one thing. You could take your first and last name, that would mean something. You could take your first name, your maiden name, and your married name, and that number could be something. If that's what you go by. My name is Althea Lawton Thompson, and I go by Althea Lawton Thompson. You'll never see my name as Althea Thompson. And I haven't been Althea Lawton since I was 25. Mm-hmm. So, oh, it's a mirror number, 52, 25. So my numerology of my name is based on Althea Lawton Thompson. And I don't really use nicknames. So Althea is my first name. My husband calls me Thea. If everyone called me Thea, the numerology of my first name would be based on T-H-E-A instead of Althea. So those numbers also have a meaning that resonate oftentimes with your astrology. You'll see that it kind of matches up to your sun sign, moon sign, rising sign, which is how a lot of people read themselves. It'll match up to your personality. And sometimes it'll match up to your spiritual gifts. So it's really nice to get these types of readings.
0: Okay. That makes a lot
1: of sense. All right. That's um, a lot, right? We've yeah. we a
0: lot. It's a lot of like information, it's new information and I I process things. So I'm like, wow, this is a lot to put into practice Mm -hmm. um, once it like starts showing up. Um, But it's really good to, to really think about this kind of stuff. And I like to do it from a beginner's perspective because, well, at least on the first episode with somebody just because a lot of people might be experiencing this right now or know about it, but they don't know all like we can't go deep into it because they're just getting to this point and it's so much information and I try not to overwhelm people Mm -hmm. but you know just give little like bite-sized pieces because my spiritual journey like the the awakening that I had was a hot mess like um so I know that if anybody is in that beginning stage where they were just kind of thrown into it the way that I was it might be also (laughs) so yeah that was just you know (laughs)
1: <laughs> but you know, I, I actually think looking back, I'm so glad it happened that way mm-hmm. because if it had been nicer, I would have ignored it yes. and said, Oh, I'm making that up. That can't be real. I had to start hearing voices. I had to wake up every day at three 42 in the morning, Three forty-two in the morning, three 42 in the morning. I had to have the moon call my name. And every time I went outside, it was right there. Yeah, That kind of stuff had to happen mm-hmm. or I would have gone ahead with my regular life and I wouldn't have passed through the window.
0: Yeah, I definitely am grateful for it on the outside looking in, in the mm-hmm. moment, it felt really ugly and, you know, was full of anxiety and panic attacks and just all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. that um, felt so uncomfortable. But I know mm-hmm. that I wouldn't be talking to you right now had I not, had it been Absolutely. Not, um just you're you don't have a choice this is what's happening and you're doing it so if you if you fight it it's going to feel worse and if you just go with us and you know do what we're trying to get you to do so i've i've learned to fight a little bit less good so you know it's good it's a little bit less um anxiety provoking now at this stage i'm just kind of like oh okay i i can already feel it it's brewing something's happening I gotta start getting prepared because the universe is trying to tell me something, and I know from experience if I don't do it, it's gonna be ugly, and I'm still gonna have to do it. You know, it's gonna be in a way Mm -hmm. that doesn't feel so good because it's gonna happen whether I want it to or not.
1: Most well, I want to say something reassuring for you and for listeners that might be going through the same thing um, that you've been through, but you're still feeling, and that I've been through. The universe wants us to do well. Yeah. The universe wants us to succeed. We volunteered to come here and incarnate in these human bodies to do a job. And we just don't remember what it is. The universe is helping us to remember and know. They don't wanna hurt us. If they wanted to hurt us, they would have done it a long time ago. So take a deep breath. Remember that they love us. They want us to succeed. And they're trying to help us remember why we're here.
0: Yeah.
1: If we all remember that, we can take a deep breath and move on instead of fighting.
0: Right. Yeah. That's very reassuring. And something that I have to repeat to myself a few times, but I know that it's for my higher good. I know that um, they know what's best. So even though it doesn't feel like, what I want to do I know that there's a a higher purpose and I know that if I were to choose my own path I would not grow I would be very it would be not a lot of change there wouldn't be a lot of things that could cause me any stress or anxiety so I need that push sometimes to become that person that I'm meant to be and I know who I can be and even want to be but might be too scared to do on my own
1: Mm -hmm. that's all of us
0: yeah yeah anybody so that's just something encouraging for anybody listening to the both of us like you can be doing a podcast also you could be doing this type of work you just have to I always say do it scared like Mm -hmm. even if you're scared so how can people connect with you if they wanted to you know do some of these journeys with you how could they get connected with you
1: well thank you so much for asking and for sharing so as I said, my name is Althea Lawton Thompson, and that's my handle on all social media from LinkedIn to Twitter, Instagram. My biggest followings on TikTok, and that's where I share most of my information is on TikTok, and I'm Althea Lawton Thompson. You'll know if it's a fraud account because they're out there because they won't have the same followings and they won't have my kids on there. So the grown men uh, are on my TikTok. And uh, as far as retreats, if anybody wanted to go with me on any of these journeys, I have short ones in the United States and long ones in other countries, althearetreats.com. And then my website is my full name, althealottenthompson.com. And if somebody wanted a numerology reading or they wanted to have a one-on-one to better understand numerology of their name, their birth date, any of that. They can also schedule an appointment with me directly through my website, AltheaLawtonThompson.com.
0: Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so much for, you know, spending time with me and just dialoguing, communicating with me. I really appreciate you sharing your knowledge with me and my listeners and being willing to be open with us. Um, And I do value your time. So thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you so much for having me and continue to do the work that you do.
0: Thank you. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day and I will be in touch with you.
1: All right. Peace and light.
0: (laughs) Bye. Thank you.